What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode today where we talk about consistency. For consistency's sake, we're not talking about consistency. Consistency is twofold. Here's the thing. We think that we think about consistency in the sense of if we habitually do something, we get something. But it's twofold. It's deeper than that. One of the biggest things that any anyone who's achieved any success is going to tell you is that they needed first to achieve any goal in any level of success belief, right? That is possible. And that belief really it's not manifested through motivation, like people think. It's not necessarily internal. Although it is internal, it's not always there internally. It's not always reliable internally. And so what it really comes from is consistent output towards your outcome, which would be whatever goal that you're looking for. And I think that people overlook this a lot. It's like, you want to lose 30 pounds. And one of the biggest things you can do is envision what life is like 30 pounds less. And then break it down backwards scientifically how to actually lose the 30 pounds. But some of it comes from knowing that you can do that. Like a lot of people, I was just talking about this to somebody, the, multiple people the other day. Is There's a, and heard it on a podcast, there's, two, there's two folds. So there was this study done on mice and mice were pulled pulled by their tail on a spring they were like in starvation mode and uh during a study they were their tails were attached to a spring and they were fed like this wafted cheese through the front to see how hard they would pull to see what their level of commitment and desire was to getting food based off of how hungry they were and the interesting point they found was they weren't they weren't pulling incredibly hard then they wafted in cheese from to the front of the cage and a smell of a cat into the back and the mice, what they found was the mice pulled way harder. And what that scientifically says about us, just like mice, is we're at least a little bit, almost all naturally motivated by pain. And the pain of where you are, you probably heard the pain of where you are has to get bigger than the pain of where you want to go. And one of the biggest things that I've realized is a lot of what we have to do to level up is realize that we're not where we want to be and run towards that person that we want to be through belief, through the belief that we can actually accomplish that because on the other side of that is a new person. And the only way to do that, and the only way to get to that level is to have that commitment day in and day out. Because as I stated before, sure, you have some internal motivation to become this person or to do this thing, but the issue comes in those days where you don't want to do that, or where maybe you feel unconfident. To give you a great example, I want to help as many people online nowadays as I possibly can. I don't feel like making videos. I don't feel like helping people in that sense when I haven't done the things that I feel I need to do to continue being the person that I am. On the outside to people, they might still see a muscular guy who feels good about himself. And Sure, maybe more so than some people, but there's still self-doubt in everybody. And that is where the consistency comes in. The consistency creates the confidence. It's not just like you're born with confidence or without. There are people with more and less confidence, naturally. There is definitely a, a baseline a difference of individual confidence. But confidence is rewarded through the efforts. And the more you do it, the more disciplined you get. And the more confident you get and the more consistent you become. 
And the more you can do all of that, the more you can accomplish any of your goals. But you really have to be able to believe first. And that is why it's so important to do the consistent things. And also, on the other side of that, you know, it's like uh, for me personally, the best example I can give you, I increased, I increased my rate per hour of in-home personal training and to a to a very high amount and i thought okay i don't really feel comfortable charging that amount if someone said why am i going to pay you this amount per hour and this amount per week and this amount per month what makes you worth it and on days so what i did was i signed up for the nasa elite academy and it's six certifications so i'm basically putting myself through like a large year of schooling and I've noticed that I can answer that question, what makes you worth this dollar per hour? I can answer that easily on days that I've studied is, well, I'm the person that even if I don't have the answer to your issue, I will have it and I will go home and look it up. And if I don't, I'll learn it anyway, eventually, because I study for hours a day. Most coaches got a degree and now they're helping you. Not many people can say they study one, two, three or four hours a day in research and actually try to grow their base knowledge to help those folks. And that is the only reason. I, I'm not even done with all my certifications. I don't even have any schooling in this, but that is the only reason that I can feel competent and confident in order to be in that position to charge that amount of money. So when I'm sitting across from someone, I can say, this is how much I charge. And I don't go, you know, this is, we can talk about it, but this is how much I usually charge. No, this is how much I'm worth. Because I do this day in and day out. And on those days where I catch myself, maybe I'm feeling a little fat or I'm, I'm not feeling, I didn't hit the gym for a few days or, you know, we were just at the Sandals All-Inclusive Resort for our mini honeymoon because we got married. And, you know, I worked out every day, but you're eating and drinking more than you should. And, you know, I get it in my own head thinking, wow, you're supposed to be this corrective exercise specialist, personal trainer, helping people better their health. And then here you are spending over a week, granted, working out. In my head, that's not a big deal. The big deal is the fact that I'm not consistent and persistent enough. Which, maybe I need to lower my baseline levels of what that means as well. But, to my own standard. Because you want to be able to feel confident enough to go to go conquer things. Because at the end of the day, that's really where people end up stopping. It's like, if you're going to have any progress, you're... Like, in order to level up, you're going to be dealing with different problems. With new leveled problems. And... You have to basically embody that person because in order to hit that level, you have to do the things that are already on that level. And it's easy, which is why people get complacent, once you've gotten there. In order to keep leveling, you have to keep this, this tenacity of consistency and also a hunger going as well. And most people really just do not have that. And it's super unfortunate because it's only the consistency that gets you there. It's not who you are, how you look, or anything like that. There are people who have different strengths and different knacks for things, but it's almost exclusively the consistency and the habits that we put in place. And so in order to, in order to build that consistency, I was thinking about this earlier. One of the things that you can do, first of all, is read Atomic Habits. That's a very good book. But utilizing what you already have. So one thing called habit stacking, and I'll give you an example that most people will find very gross, probably. I've had people say it's gross before, but I never used to brush my teeth when I was young. Uh, my mom would preach and preach and preach, brush your teeth, brush your teeth, brush your teeth, and I just would go, I think when I was really young, she'll probably 
catch me on this if I lie. So I'm just going to say I think I went like a few weeks sometimes when I was really young. And then as I got older, it was just like I couldn't get it down. It was just every few days, whatever. And there would be like when I got to an age where I liked girls, like, you know, in my teens, I would feel embarrassed, but I would still forget. And so when I got into those teens and I started realizing, man, I don't, you know, I want to attract a girl. So I don't want to have disgusting teeth and disgusting breath. How can I make sure that I brush my teeth? Now, I didn't read this Atomic Habits back in the day, but I thought, well, I, I'm finally getting better at showering. Showering was an issue too. That's just something you naturally get better at when you're embarrassed enough about your smell, I guess. I would bring my toothbrush and toothpaste in the shower and leave them there. And I started noticing that, okay, I brush my teeth every time I shower. I've been showering every day, which means I'm brushing my teeth every single day. So this is called habit stacking. So another example I thought of was leaving your supplements in a glass of water by your scale every night if you weigh yourself first thing every morning. Because maybe you forget, ah, I gotta go to the medicine cabinet right away in the morning after I fill some water because I gotta take my morning supplements and you don't do that, like me. But I weigh myself a lot of mornings and so maybe putting my supplements there with a glass of water at night, I'll weigh myself and go, oh shit, nice. Yep, boop, 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 supplements, cool, done for the day. Make your life more efficient and make consistency more optimal. People try to make consistency this huge thing because, well, I've, I'll name it and label it. It's New Year's Resolutioners. And the issue with being a New Year's Resolutioner is, is you're trying to overhaul everything. It's like, I'm not consistent in literally a fucking thing about health, but here I go. I'm gonna go from a couch potato to, I'm gonna jog three days a week. I'm also gonna go to the gym and lift three days a week. And you know what? It's nothing but fucking chicken and broccoli here on out even though we eat Godfather's pizza or Casey's pizza every single night. Casey's Godfather's probably local where I'm from. And you, you get into this idea that in order to level up, you have to go from one to 10, you know? And the reality is, is you should be trying to go from one to two. And hopefully, you can catch some disciplinary habits that allow you to go from like two to four or two to five or something. But initially when you're starting out, it is just getting consistently confident at what you're doing. And one of the things I always tell my clients is you got you to gotta remember what you're dealing with here, which is the human being. We have to remember that we don't really necessarily want to do the right thing all the time. You have to remind yourself to do the right thing all the time. Just like um, I was training a client today and he said, man, it's, it's hard to remember to breathe through my nose and to breathe properly, you know, often. It's like once my, I take my mind off it, it's gone. And I said, this is why we try to systematize everything to be out of sight, out of mind. Because as a human being, you have to realize it's not going to always be on your mind. So the idea is to wake up and try to beat yourself to the right decision before your brain gets to make the decision of desire or whatever it wants. A thousand times a day, seven days a week. Now, most of us, if we don't feel like we're where we are in life, we're probably consistently making like 300 to 500 out of a thousand decisions consistently in a day the right way. And all you gotta do is slow down and make those little changes and level up little by little in those three to 500 out of a thousand positives every day, interactions, actions, thoughts, all of that adds up to a thousand a day. Then you can start getting to 500, 700, 900. You know, successful people, if there's a thousand actions, thoughts, and moves in a day made, I, I would imagine the most successful people are making 900 to, you know, 950 out of a thousand decisions properly in a day. Whereas if you're 
not where you want to be with your body. You're not where you want to be with your health. You're not at all where you want to be with your mind. You're not at all where you want to be financially. You're not at all where you want to be in the house and lifestyle and everything. Well, then you're probably not making very a very conscious effort at increasing the amount of, of positives and yeses out of a thousand that you're getting in a day. You're probably getting like two or three hundred a day. And starting at the baseline of easy, a lot of this is simple, not easy, but making it simple enough that you don't have to, that it's not hard. So keeping something, like the habit stacking, keeping something on the side of the mind. I don't have to sit here and consciously go, all right, brushing my teeth. I got a reminder for brushing my teeth every day. No, I just need a shower and I'll brush my teeth because that shit sits right there on the shelf. And every day I get in the shower, I see it and I go, hmm, clean teeth sound nice. No, not nice enough to do it outside the shower, at least yet for me. And maybe it is gross, but I would rather have a healthier mouth and better teeth in 40 years than to just look gross for everybody now. I'm, I'm not concerned about that. I'm more concerned about my own health, but it took that little out of sight, out of mind, systematic hack and movement in order to increase and optimize my overall gum and oral health. Like, and it didn't, and it didn't like enhance everything to 100%. I still have some issues with remembering to brush my teeth if I don't have it in the shower and whatnot. But that first base, that first foundation, that first level is is the way you create that foundation of discipline to be able to continue and optimize and enhance shit. But the only way, the only way that this gets done is if you're consistent, because if you're consistent, you're confident. If you're confident, you know that you deserve and can get to that next level. The next level involves new people, new challenges, new problems. If we think that we're going to make more money or have a better body or have a better lifestyle and it's all going to be peaches and roses and champagne, every time I've leveled up in life, I'm dealing with new fires to put out, new people to conquer, new people to to figure out, new new people that I'm connecting with. You have to connect with more people. You have to build more relationships. Like It doesn't slow down. The habits you put in place to get the body, it it hasn't slowed down for me. It's really only enhanced where I want to go after I've even built a good base. Now, once you do get a good base, that's something else that I talked about is you're playing, and this is the goes along with the consistency too, is people are playing a finite game of rules in an infinite game space. So fitness and health, for instance, just like money and everything else, <clears throat> all of that stuff is a never-ending game because you're going to be worried about it, stressing about it, thinking about it, chasing it, wanting it, desiring it, going after it, whatever, accumulating it, needing it. The body, the fitness, the mental, all of that is just this never-ending, infinite game. And you're, a lot of people, New Year's resolutioners, looking at you, three-month, six-month, 12-month goals, and then you, you like, but what happens after that? Because you're, you have to maintain that person that you created, that identity shift that you need to experience through this consistency. You have to understand that that can never go backwards. You know, I remember I was going to be training this client who lost, well, was way overweight, lost 100 pounds on the ketogenic diet. And he reached out to me because he lost, he gained 150 pounds after he lost that 100. So he went backwards. And I said, well, what happened? And he said, well, I just, I didn't stick with the keto. I think it would be good if I did it again with you and I can lose this 150. And I said, well, what do you think is going to happen after you're done with me? What are you going to do? And he said, well, 
geez, I guess I'd probably go back to how, eating how I was. And I said, well, yeah. And that's because you want to lose 150 pounds. You don't want to be healthier. You just don't want to be overweight because you know that it doesn't look good, feel good, and it's not good on your health. But the reality is, is you don't really care until you realize I'm never going to be 150 pounds again. And that is where it starts is that punishment thing I was talking about before is you want to run from the pain of something more than you want to go for something. The pleasure, the idea of this pleasure, motivation. Oh, some days you're like, oh my gosh, the future, everything. The, I'm getting the body. Maybe my money's going up. Whatever it is, is it's so fleeting. But one thing that's real is knowing you don't want to be where you're at. And you need to harness that pain and that idea of I can't live like this anymore, which means I can't live like it ever again. It can't be a three-month thing. Can't be a six month thing. And this is why I tell people stop going for the New Year's resolutions. Start breaking things down into little levels, little systematic habits that are out of sight, out of mind, easy to do. You don't have to think about it much and you can slowly tweak and tweak and tweak. The The deal is here is a lot of us succumb to our desires and, and manipulate our own minds for others. Other people going out to eat, other people going out to drink and all that stuff. And just keep in mind, because I do this too, and it's tough. I was talking to a client today. I said, you know, it's, it's or a prospective client today. I said, it's interesting, you know, how, like you, how you just kind of have to succumb to all that. Otherwise, back in the day when I first started practicing the health and fitness thing, I went, oh, okay, if you're really going to be in this game, if you're really going to be ripped and you're really going to be super healthy, you just have to ixnay everybody. Like, I can never hang out with people. I can never go to events because... If I go to events, there's food and alcohol. If I go out to do anything with my friends, what do we do? Especially in the Midwest, because it's cold a lot. We go out to eat and drink. And it's like, oh, well, I have to eat chicken and broccoli for the rest of my life. This is what I used to think. And I can never drink alcohol again, which means I might as well not be social. And so keep that in mind, that although you can still do those things, and it's much harder when you're not involving yourself, just remember not to at least systematize a plan of attack with those events and those things happening because those people that are accidentally unconsciously manipulating you and me to have the drinks we don't really want to have to have the food we don't really want to have those people don't end up in your casket that's something to keep in mind that at the end of your life like a lot of my clients are in their last 15 to 25 years actually all of my in-home clients are within their last 20 to 30 years for sure what do you want your health to look like when you're 60, when you're 70, when you're 80? A lot of folks, although you don't notice it, if you're very unhealthy and you're 50, a lot of that's a product of going with the flow just like everybody else you were around. And that's unfortunate because un unfortunately it's just ignorance because you know, we all know deep down that at the end we're either going to be healthy or we're going to be unhealthy in some sense. And the question you have to ask yourself with all this consistency stuff, with this leveling up stuff, with this consistent stuff forever is what do I want my last few years of my life to look like? And then you can make your justification and then you can make your decision. But I guarantee that if all you did and if you didn't ask yourself any of that and you were you just wanted to feel more confident if you just got consistent and taking care of yourself in certain ways and optimizing your life to make it a little easier then the 40 80 120 years that you're on this earth maybe you can make them a little less sufferable for yourself and maybe if you're suffering less you can help other people suffer less as well 
because besides the money and the concrete jungle and all of this facade bullshit, isn't that the only reason we're really here? Is for each other? To pass down generationally less suffering today and tomorrow? That's what I'm here for. And I'm going to catch you next week. Stay consistent. Stay confident, y'all.